Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See Husqvarna.ie. Moving into autumn. So what are the, the main things we need to do as the seasons close in on us? Well, autumn is always nature's time for planting on ten. You think about it, the garden centres would be full of autumn and winter flowering bulbs. The, the daffodils, the snowdrops, all the spring flowering bulbs would be coming in. So we're into that planting stage within the within our gardens. It's that changeover from summer into autumn. So if you want some instant, instant colour and colour that's going to last right through to Christmas, this is the time of year to start planting. So things like winter flowering cyclamen and winter flowering heliboris, the lovely Christmas roses, all of the asters and chrysanthemums and lots of the burying plants, plants that produce the beautiful berries in the autumn. We plant them at this time of year, like cotoneaster and skimmias. So it's that, it's that change, I suppose, in the seasons, Anton, when we're moving from summer into autumn and we're preparing for adding colour to our gardens from now right through to Christmas and into spring of next year. And also in the vegetable garden, this is the time of year when we're digging our main crop of potatoes. Lots of the crops are coming out of the soil, but it's also a great time to replant. So I'm thinking of cabbage, like a lovely variety called Pixie, which is a real dwarf compact variety that's winter hardy or winter hardy lettuce or onions, garlic. They're all planted at this time of year to use through the winter and spring of next year. So it's a busy time. We have a lot of questions about what to do with the things that you put in in spring and in summer that are, are now starting to die off. Before I, I start flinging those at you, though, I question saying during the summer I planted lavender and some are thriving, but a few have gone brown and died. I have them in a sunny place. I make sure they're watered. Would Porrick know what has happened? Well, remember that lavender, it's a very common question we get with lavender. And lavender is a plant that likes Mediterranean conditions. So the two things are a sunny location. So the listener has done that but also a very free-draining soil. So you need a gritty, gravelly soil when you're planting lavender. And the biggest killer, Anton, of lavender in Ireland is actually the wet ground that we get. It's not the cold, it's not the wind, it's actually the very heavy soil. So I always advise adding lots of grit and gravel into the soil before planting lavender. And if anything, try to plant them a little bit high. So ridge the soil up so you're improving the drainage. And I'm guessing that this is the problem here, particularly if it's in a sunny location, but it's beginning to die off. So lift those plants out of the garden soil. You could do it at this time of year. Add in plenty of grit or or pea gravel into the soil and When you put the spade into the ground, you want to hear that crunch of gravel. And that's the perfect conditions for lavender. Well, we have a question from the diametric opposition to that now saying, what can I add to my lawn after the long dry weather? I need Mm. something to green the lawn without forcing lots of new growth. It's also a mossy area in winter. Right. And lawns, certainly with that very dry period we have, lots of yellow lawns, lots of hungry lawns in particular. So it's a good time of year with the return of the rain to actually feed your lawn. Put on a slow release fertilizer. Lawn feeds, particularly autumn lawn feeds like the zero lawn feed, is designed to feed over a three or four month period. So if you apply it now, it releases its nutrition very, very slowly and it greens the lawn without pushing on new growth. So you won't see the grass jumping, but it'll give that lovely green colour. So that can be applied at this time of year and it'll keep the lawn looking really well into the autumn. If you have moss in the garden, my advice really is we go into September, put on one of the the moss treatments. Again, zero uh, liquid is very efficient at getting rid of moss. 
We have a couple of hedge questions. The first of them, Anton, we were talking earlier on, by the way, Parag, about um, the spate of fuel thefts of, of kerosene being stolen from people's yes. tanks. And one of the recommendations that the Gardaí are making is that you plant a thorny hedge around right. your kerosene tank to make it more difficult. So we got a text saying, Anton, you mentioned thorny hedges as a deterrent to intruders. Would you mind asking Porik for his recommendation as to which ones would be best to plant? Oh, and great advice. I mean, a good thorny hedge, you can't beat it. If you want something evergreen, my favourite is probably Berberus darwinii. It's named after Darwin. It's got those beautiful orange flowers in the springtime. Small holly-like leaves that are have, have, have actually thorns on the leaves, but also the, the stems have quite a lot of thorns as well. So that's Berberus darwinii. It'll give you a good six-foot hedge. You've got pyracantha, which is really good, the fire thorn. Or holly. You can get some of the hollies, Anton, that again have good sharp spines, but also you've got traditional things like blackthorn and whitethorn um, and a lovely purple hedge, a, a lovely berberus called Thumbergia, which has these purple foliage, very similar to a copper beech, and it's a quite, makes quite a nice hedge as well and quite thorny. So any of those. And this is the time of year for planting hedges, by the way, in your garden. Uh, the second hedge question gives an insight into a community that may be starting to come apart slightly at the seams because it says, new neighbours have moved in and I need an instant hedge like yesterday. Is it possible <laughs> to get an evergreen hedge around six feet tall that I can plant now? Yeah, absolutely. And again, like I said, the, the soil conditions are ideal for planting. Pop into your local garden centre. They will be able to source you a hedge right up to two metres, up to six feet or seven feet in height. So plants like Grisolinia, uh, the common laurel, the cherry laurel or Portuguese laurel, they're all available in instant mature hedging plants. Plants that are grown for the last six and seven years, they've been trimmed and shaped. So when you plant them, you've got this instant wall of foliage. So they're available in local garden centres at this time of year. Another one asking, I have an area of ground that I'm getting ready for sowing seed. I'm just wondering, is it too late in the year to sow wildflower grass seed mix? Not at all. We're actually coming into one of the perfect times. If you think what's happening in nature at the moment, Anton, all the trees are beginning to bury. Many of our wildflowers or even plants in your own garden are producing their seed at this time of year. So this is nature's time for actually sowing seed. So as we come into September and again with the recent rainfall, it's going to be ideal conditions for putting in some wildflower seed. Now, wildflower seeds are a mixture of native and non-native species, but they're designed to bring the butterflies, the honeybee, the bumblebees into your garden when in flower. And at this time of year, when they're producing their seed, they bring all the wild birds in as well to feed on those seeds. So it's an excellent time to put in some wildflower seed. My advice as well is to plant some spring flowering bulbs as well, because most of the wildflowers come into flower from June through to September. So to have a bit of colour early in the spring, put in some snowdrops, winter aconites, maybe some dwarf daffodils to give you that splash of spring colour before the wildflower seed comes into bloom. As you're talking, a question has arrived in. The first bit of it you've answered, but you might address the last bit. I've loads of wildflower seeds. When is good to plant them? And what's the best method to plant them? So very simply, get rid of any existing grass or weeds that might be there, till the soil over, firm it down and put in some a little bit of garden lime because that, particularly wildflowers, particularly like lime in the soil. So rake in some garden lime and simply broadcast the seed over the area, rake it in gently and sit back and let nature take its course. Those seeds will germinate over a four to six week period. You'll see some green growth as we come into October and they will come into flower then the following summer. But do remember to put down some of those spring flowering bulbs as well. Uh, we got another one then asking, when can I plant bluebells in a woodland area? I need approximately 500 bulbs to 
cover the area. Any tips on planting them all? Well, they're very easy to plant in bulbs. When you buy a bulb, be it a bluebell or a daffodil, you're generally buying a three-year-old plant. So they tend to come into flower in the first season after planting. Bluebells, make sure you go for native Irish varieties. So it's a variety called Hyacinoides non scripta. Make sure that's the one you buy because there is a Spanish uh, bluebell which becomes a problem. It's an invasive species here in Ireland. So don't plant that. Make sure the Irish bluebells and literally just plant them in clusters. What I tend to do, Anton, is just throw the bulbs across the ground and wherever they land, start planting. You, you generally uh, put them into the soil about two two times the, the height of the bulb. So if the bulb is an inch high, which bluebells are, plant them about three inches deep into the soil and they'll be perfectly fine. They're, they're so simple. And it's a great project to do with children. They absolutely love planting bulbs. Porik, you're a gentleman scholar. Thank you, Porik Horkin, Thanks, uh, horticulturalist and of course graduate of the National Botanic Gardens. That's it for us this morning. Reminder, all of our items are available on the News Talk app uh, powered by GoLoud where you can download them as podcasts. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.